0: And
1: now it's time for another episode of Inside the 90041 Division. With your hosts, Matt, Aaron, and Mike!
2: We are back! It is episode 5 for week 5 of Inside the 90041 Division Podcast. Guys, uh, how you doing on this fine Wednesday evening? Doing great! Glad oh, to be back! So good, so good! You guys have never sounded better. (laughs) Crystal clear, Mm. deep, bassy, just amazing. You guys sound amazing. Um, Mm. What's the secret? Oh, Aaron,
3: I'll let you talk about this technology.
4: Oh, technology. I've just been downing lovdingers this whole entire (laughs) week to to help this bad boy out. But uh, we did. I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but we should definitely spill the beans here we are rolling in the cashola from all of these sponsors. And we decided to upgrade a little bit, get some new microphones to bring this sweet, sweet sound to your sexy <laughs> little earbuds.
2: Well, no offense to the old sponsors. We greatly appreciate them, uh, but their sponsorship uh, wouldn't have made this possible. Although we do thank them. Uh, it's only possible uh, that thanks to, thanks to one man, Who only has one hand, Dan, the one hand handyman. And as you guys know, uh, you guys being Mike and Aaron, he's our new sponsor this week. And uh, we'll be hearing from him a little bit later. And uh, he's the reason that we sound so crystal. We probably sound the same. Nobody cares. But he's the reason that we are here today talking in our brand new microphones. And uh, he's got a little word for our listeners a little bit later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. Super exciting. One hand handyman. Yeah. He's little a great little guy. little great teaser guy. teaser for y'all. Definitely, but uh, before we jump into the review of last week, guys, we got to go around the room. I know we're all sipping on something on this fine evening, so I will. Uh, I'll lift up my glass here—a little Diplomatico, uh, oh, Venezuelan nice. rum—sipping on a little bit of that neat. Uh, just kind of getting to getting to the end of that glass, and then I'll. I'll pull pull out something else here, uh, but uh, what are you sipping on over there, Mike?
3: Oh man, I got to start upping my game. You guys are bringing the heat with all this uh, fancy rum. I am drinking a Golden Road Big Hazy Wolf Double IPA because I need it this week.
0: Mm. Mm. Mm.
4: Double IPA, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> I am drinking a little local brewery. It is called a Corona Extra.
0: Ooh.
4: <laughs> yep, so let's crack that open. In full transparency, I was planning on sipping on a little bit of tequila tonight, and I did pour myself a little shot, but Mike cannot get his stuff together, and Jeez. we we were having a lot of technical difficulties at the <laughs> meeting, and so
2: <laughs> the I'm already uh,
4: I'm already one shot deep and I don't think I could go much further than that, so I will be I sticking to a little
2: corona (laughs) we started this recording during happy hour uh, (laughs) it's now 8 (laughs) 30 (laughs) p.m there's
4: so many buttons (laughs) well gentlemen now that we uh are past all of the fun little stuff let's jump into our first segment here shall we this is the week four recap That's right. Love it. Settle in, settle in. Make sure those seatbelts are strapped, because here we go. All right. First matchup on the docket. We've got Eddie Royale with cheese versus Harvey Pared bangers. Danny versus Danny. Both spitting images of themselves of each other. (laughs) Just picture them. Just picture them pointing at each other like that damn Spider-Man meme. In fact, these two managers remind me a lot of those web-slinging idiots. <laughs> They're both incredibly <laughs> awkward to talk to. And, <laughs> and we all make fun of them behind their backs like that nerd Peter Parker. <laughs> In this matchup, Danny Perez was Peter 1. That's Tom Holland, if you're following along at home who is running around with that smoke show and Life is good. I mean, how could it not be? He had TJ Hawkinson go off for 35 points for him while backup running back Jamal Williams got him 23. It's good to be Peter one in this case, Danny Ambrose. Oh, he's definitely Peter three here. That's Andrew Garfield. <laughs> he got 90 points, a loss on the week. And his girlfriend, Gwen Stacy, is dead and never coming back. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Things really took a turn there. Anyways, Harvey bangers really web-slinged all over Danny's face, and he took this one 148 to 90. Best of luck on your next move, Paredes. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) Gentlemen, what are your thoughts on this epic showdown? Oh, man, I, I
3: think that was a true spoiler alert. I didn't know that she died. Uh, does oh, that really happen? Dear. Yeah. Uh, listen, Eddie Royale with cheese. I was kind of looking at the whole season <laughs> here. He got a win in week two. He was eight points away from pulling out a win in week three. Comes up to week four. He was beginning to find a little bit of success. But and the timing of this is crazy. Right before about, I think, Friday before the game started, Shutterfly Sends Eddie Real with Cheese an offer he just couldn't refuse because he was such an incredible customer the past few years. Needless to say, he makes he likes making badass calendars more than winning. Good win for Harvey Pard Bangers. Not so good for Eddie Real with Cheese.
2: <laughs> yeah, big win for Harry Pared Bangers. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, I think one of the keys to victory for him and Aaron may agree is uh, the fact that he didn't have Javante Williams on his roster. Huge, Oof. huge key there. Oh, <laughs> he had Jamal soon. Williams. Yeah, Jamal Williams, not Javante Williams. Um You like son God. of a bitch.
4: <laughs> you couldn't wait you couldn't wait just a few more minutes.
2: I got a few more coming, don't worry. Um, uh of course, uh you know, Eddie uh I keep calling him Eddie. Danny having Matt Gay on his roster is uh is um you know it. It's always Go a problem. On. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, look, this—what can you say? Danny's hot, and his roster looks pretty good too. Uh, two straight, <laughs> two straight victories, and last week he didn't even have somebody. You know, he had an injured player in the lineup. So, at this point, he's coming, and you can't stop him. I wouldn't <laughs> want to stop
4: him. <laughs> agree to disagree on that one, my friend. Well, gentlemen, if there isn't anything else to say about that matchup. I say we move on to the next. This one, multiple scorgasms versus our own Noah's daddy. Well, 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 this one was an (laughs) eye-opener. It showed me Johnny's true fighting instinct. Just when you think he couldn't hack it anymore, after falling 0-3, he channeled his inner Randy Marsh. Huh? That's a weird comparison, you might be saying. (laughs) Sure, but I'm thinking of Randy's legendary performance in The Losing Edge, the 130th episode of South Park that aired on April 6, 2005. We all remember it fondly, right? Well, Randy Marsh sticking up for his son's Little League team in the state championship game, going toe-to-toe with Bat Dad, Denver's biggest Little League fan. Randy or Johnny in this instance, had no business winning after he left Kamara in his starting roster. But that didn't stop him from pounding six beers at 10 a.m. and drunkenly claiming, Mike sucks ass! He went on to get bat or so we all thought. The whole stadium was looking on, seeing what the underdog would do. This legend, he heard his ghost trainer Mick saying, Get up, Rock! Get up, you bum! He got got off.
0: (laughs) I didn't hear no bell.
4: (sighs) Ding, ding, ding! Tom Brady jab, Mike Evans uppercut, and a Miles Sanders haymaker had Johnny singing to himself. I'm the best around! Nothing but a -a -a hum-a-dum-a-hay! As his pants (laughs) fell to his ankles... His tidy whiteys glowing in the hot Denver sun—a true legend indeed, Johnny. We drink to your bravery, and you slug your way to your first win, taking Mike to the mat, one twenty-four to ninety-seven. Mikey, what the fuck do you have to say for yourself for this poor showing? You know I can't
3: even talk right now. I'm gonna swing this right back over to Matt, and then I'll I'll gather my thoughts.
2: well we've joked in the past few weeks you know when i played johnny in week one and he he had an injured player i beat him in that game um but we joked about how you know he's he's uh you know he's a busy man uh he's, he's he's out there patrolling the uh streets keeping us all safe and and that was kind of that was kind of your thoughts on the matchup right mike you were just kind of saying that you know if it has to happen against anybody um this is this is kind of who you want it to be against, and you were actually kind of actually happy that it happened, right <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. I didn't feel very safe. I can tell you that
2: <laughs> yeah i i um I've been there uh I feel bad for you, but I think we were getting dangerously close to uh seeing our first police officer on a uh sitting on a calendar there and uh he averted that so so uh i don't know if i should thank you for that or be upset with you for that mike but uh yeah great win for johnny
3: oh yeah great fucking win for johnny listen (laughs) uh it's funny because aaron sent me a text in the morning and he said why can't i play against managers that start injured players uh consider yourself lucky aaron it's a fucking death wish Last week, it was Harvey (laughs) Potbongers. This week, multiple scorgasms destroyed me despite playing an injured Kamara. In fact, I heard that Giselle's only request of Tom Brady not to get divorced was that he had to look at her the same way he looks at Mike Evans. That stack absolutely crushed me. Good win, (laughs) multiple scorgasms. But I got to tell you, it really hurt, guys. It really hurt. But good win.
4: But I'm hurt. <laughs> That's amazing. Um I didn't know I sounded like that via text, but I will change my tone <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it must be that British Siri that I programmed in. But all right. Well, again, Johnny, we thank you for your service. Mike, what a fucking loser. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next one, boys. We got The Godfather versus Kelsey Handler. Ah, yes. A tale as old as time. Listen, we all know Tony installed 50 additional mirrors in his backwards Tennessee home because he can't stand not looking at his reflection every 30 seconds. He gives off. Am I fucking wrong? No, I'm not. (laughs) Listen, he gives off major Gaston vibes. You know, the antagonist Hunter from the 1991 American animated musical romantic fantasy film produced by Walt Disney Pictures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one. <laughs> well, that dipshit went hunting for the beast and found him in Zane. Oh, holy <laughs> dancing teacups, Bell! Zane really <laughs> unleashed hell on Tony Gaston this week. Josh Jacobs with 32 points. Damien Pierce with 22 Herbert with 25. I mean, Tony was being attacked on all fronts. I even saw saw a candlestick and a clock joining in on the fight. <laughs> <laughs> this week, Zane's hairy ass dragged Tony Gaston to the roof and chucked him off. Hang in there, Gaston. And remember, no... One slick as Gaston, no one's quick as Gaston, no one's next as incredibly thick as Gaston, for there's no man in town half as manly. Perfect up your paragon. You can ask any Tom, Dick, or Stanley, and they'll tell you whose team they prefer to be on. Yes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yes. That one was for you, oh Tony. My God. I know you needed that pick-me-up, Tony, so there you go, my friend. Also, Mike, don't crucify me too much for that poor performance. I would love dan- dancing up on the stage like the little fair you are. Yeah, I do. I do. But I
3: am so, oh, Mike likes to dance. Oh, uh, I was impressed with your voice. Um, anyways, listen, Godfather, Kelsey Handler. Godfather was planning on it raining meatballs all over Kelsey Handler side note kelsey handler doesn't eat meat but godfather didn't realize godfather didn't realize that this edward Cullen lookalike used his vampire magic to swap those meatballs out with some impossible meat so he could eat all day one of the highest scores i've seen in years in this league 174 points wow we woo obviously the fantasy gods were team edward this time around <laughs>
2: Huge, huge win for Zane, uh, but I don't want to talk about the game. I want to ask you a question, Mike. Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, and it it pertains to this game, great win for Zane, but I want to ask you a question, Mike. How many targets did Cooper Cup get in this game, Statman, Mike? <laughs>
3: uh, how many How many? – you're really putting him on the spot, and I, and I do happen to know this answer. Uh, I think it was about 18? 19. 19, close. 19, close. How close. many How many
2: targets did Tyler Higby get in this game? Uh uh, Tyler Higby, I believe got about 12 or 14, 14, 14. Now the receiver who is sitting on Zane's bench, unfortunately, <laughs> despite the fact that he scored 173 points without him, he only got six targets. I bring this up to say that, yes, it's a great win for Zane, but there's a bigger story at play here that, we have, to, uh, that we, <laughs> we have to bring to light. And I know you don't want the kudos and the applause and everything, Mike, but this, you know, and I don't know if it was on the podcast or if it was in a pre-production meeting, but you unearthed this, you, you popped the bottle on this cork, and it's time for us to discuss the fact that I think Matt Stafford might be racist. And the fact that Zane won, despite that, <laughs> oh. is just an amazing is just an amazing feat. And Mike didn't say Matt Stafford's racist; he implied it, though, for sure. But uh, thirty six targets to the white receivers thirty six out of forty eight total targets. Something's something's a little rotten in Los Angeles, guys. But anyway, yeah. something's great, weird. great Something win weird. for Zane.
4: If this was 1985, I'd be all for it. But dude, guys, <laughs> it's, it's 2022, 2022. All right, changed. Listen, listen, I don't. Let's go. I
3: don't want to beat a dead horse ever, especially this particular horse. But I do have to say, did you guys ever see that meme where Alan Robinson is wearing white sleeves under his jersey so Matt Stafford would throw him the ball? <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I good. did.
4: I was shocked by it, but what I'm more shocked about is that you know what a meme is, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter told me. (laughs) Uh, Well, gentlemen, uh, if there is nothing else to be said at this wonderful uh, performance, let's move on to the next, shall we? Matt, I know you're very excited. Uh, Good old Pitts Creek versus Ram at Home. Well... I hate to break it to you guys. I gotta be honest. I wasn't really too invested in this new snoo- news snoo- in this snooze fest. Jesus Christ! We can't even talk over here. I was too busy watching the Rings of Power. You know, the 2022 American fantasy television series based on the novel The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, it's it's riveting, thought provoking, a visual spectacle. Basically, everything this matchup was not. Derek Carr Versus Marcus Mariota No thank you If I were a hobbit I'd rather give up breakfast Second breakfast, elevensies Luncheon, (laughs) afternoon tea And my dinner if it meant I didn't have to watch This crock of shit again (laughs) In case you're wondering Supper comes after dinner In hobbit country So don't worry about me fellas I won't be going to bed hungry (laughs) 66 points to 61 really it's just embarrassing and we should just move on just like how isildur should have moved on and thrown sauron's ring into the fires of mount doom but alas he did not we all know how the story goes from there this ultimately led to his death the emergence of frodo Gollum, legolas and his fine and elf ass uh (laughs) you get the point it's better to move on and focus on happier times. Matt, you're flying on eagles at four and O. Compost. I'm sorry, but. You shall not pass! <laughs> <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for that one, Gandalf. You fall to two and two, Compost, and find yourself in eighth place. My lords, what, sh- what say you? Uh, what the fuck, Matt.
3: What, what the <laughs> fuck? What? I, I just want to clarify: si- sixty-six point six six to sixty-one point yeah. twelve. There's some significance to there. You freaking devil! S- Listen, S- and I don't mean when that. You say it that way. I don't really mean that. But at some point, if both managers score below seventy points, Yahoo should force a loss for both of you. And I feel that. I feel strongly. <laughs> I, I sent a couple of letters. Um, here's what I have to say about this, and and let's draw this out into. What does this mean for Matt in particular? Ram at home, we know what this means for you. That that, that fucking sucks. Uh, every fantasy football league is one with three components. The draft, moves made throughout the season, and luck. This is not to discredit you, Matt, whatsoever, but it is clear luck has been on your side. You are ninth mm-hmm. in overall points, but yet you are fucking 4-0. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a strong element to the success of a fantasy football manager. And that is so on your side right now. I'm, I'm going to, I'm honestly going to be watching you um, from your bedroom window and find <laughs> out what you're wearing um, because you're doing something
4: nasty. And I lucky, like lucky, lucky indeed.
2: <laughs> Very lucky.
4: I swear you've been eating your lucky charms. Aren't you Matthew? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was so well, good.
2: Mike, thank you for those kind words. I, th- I think, thank you. Um, I don't know. You're going to have to push Joe out of the way if you want to look in the window, though. Um, I found, I found just a little pro tip. If you guys ever find yourself in this spot, what I found over the last two days is, if anybody asks you, you know, hey, how'd your how'd your week go in fantasy football? I just say, well, I won by sixty six. You're kind of telling the truth, but not really. You're just leaving out the word scoring, so you're not saying. I won by scoring sixty six. <laughs> won by sixty six. It's kind of the same effect. But no, I, I uh, look. I was trying to think of like what, that's called what a uh, of,
4: that's called a little white lie. That's Matthew Stafford's guy. Matthew <laughs> Stafford's <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favorite type lie. of lie. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was I was
2: trying to think of uh, what kind of analogy I could apply to this, and only one seemed seemed completely fitting to me. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like I'm Brett Favre stealing. You know, stealing money from the poor welfare recipients of Mississippi. Um, you know, I'm I'm taking these victories that some would say I don't need, some would say I don't deserve. There's a there's these other you know poor, decrepit, you know downtrodden people in this league, and I'm looking at you, Danny Ambrose, that they need these wins, they need these wins, and I'm I'm sitting here taking them, and I know how it feels. I'm in a league where. I have the third most points. I'm two and two. It sucks, and so I kind of sit back and i I just kind of have this like existential crisis where it's like, how am I supposed to feel about this? How you know, should I be happy? Should I be upset? Should I be embarrassed? And I just kind of think, what would the old gunslinger himself do? What What would Brett <laughs> Favre do in this case? And I would do throw what an interception. He would well, throw a pic. He would throw an interception. He might send some dick pics. But what he would do? <laughs> crack open a cold one. He'd pull up his Wrangler jeans. <laughs> he'd get he'd get in his F one fifty pickup truck, and he would drive on down that dirt road past all you welfare recipients going into week five. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, you, you know I have well, a
3: special a special hate for Brett Favre as a Jets fan by the way. Uh we, he stole from us as well. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, I know.
4: Well, you touched on stealing, so why don't we just uh move on to this next one, gentlemen. Uh we got Truffle Shuffle versus Socratic Seminar. <laughs> well, here we go. After Joe's embarrassing showing in week three. Remember that? That's when he got his ass kicked by me. <laughs> uh, he did his best John Wick impression and assassinated Ozzy. To be fair, it was a valiant effort by Oz. 122 points in a half PPR league is nothing to scoff at. Really, this came down to three reasons why Ozzy lost. Here we go. One, Mahomes went off for 30 30 points. Two, Eckler followed that with additional 31. Three, Ozzy broke and Joe Wick's home, stole his car, and killed his dog. That was the last straw and <laughs> sent this former hitman into a rage. A big mistake, Oz. Do you know who this guy is? This ain't exactly the boogeyman. He's the one you send to kill the fucking boogeyman. (laughs) That's right. He he takes this one 141 to 122 and is sitting pretty at three and one. After the dust settled, Joe wick made sure to enlist the underworld cleaning service to dispose of Aussie's team and evidence. Yeah, I'm guessing he's back thoughts, guys. (laughs) Let's let me hear your recap on these. these Oh yeah. Losers. (laughs) losers (laughs) listen uh pros and
3: cons for ozzy for having such a deep team you gotta make tough decisions each and every week on who to start unfortunately socratic seminar made the wrong fucking choice jk dobbins and rashad penny on his bench man if he played those guys he could have run into a smooth victory uh, I wish he would have asked somebody for some advice, but anyways, Mike Williams and Rashad, uh, <laughs> Rashad, no, Ramondre Stevenson, I can't say his name either, uh, left Socratic Seminar high and dry, solid victory for Truffle Shuffle, Ozzy, you gotta make the right decision on who to play next time, man, just ask somebody for help.
4: <laughs> little backstory here
2: that sounds personal i don't want to get too deep
4: into it but i believe I, I believe mike steered him away from starting jk dobbins which is thank you that's amazing
2: maybe yeah, i did. I, I, I don't have much to say about this one i just do want to kind of harken back aaron you mentioned the spider-man meme a little bit earlier and i look at the score <laughs> and you know joe scored twice what i did over twice what i did you know i had 66 he had 141 insane score but we both got the win Joe, I think you and I, aside from the hair and the smile, we have a lot, you know, we're a lot alike. So I'm pointing at you right now, buddy. Great win.
4: That's cute. Mm, I love when you point at me. You haven't pointed <laughs> me in so long. <laughs> and I Anyways. Never will. <laughs> All right, guys, let's keep this train moving. The last matchup of the week. You know it was me, alright? Jean-Claude Van Ram versus Patriot Games. (sighs) Guys. This one gets me choked up every time. (laughs) A happy ending for myself, ultimately. Jean-Claude Van Ram. But, at what cost? (laughs) Sure, I get the victory. 131-106. to But my boy Javante was diagnosed with a ai I can't I, I can't even say it <laughs> Oh our relationship was like no other It had been building for as long as I can remember fourteen days to be exact <laughs> when I traded f- <laughs> When I traded for you, Javante, I knew our friendship would change the world. <sighs> I haven't seen anything that strong since Andy and Woody's bond in Toy Story the American computer animated comedy drama franchise produced by Pixar animation studios (laughs) for (laughs) Walt Disney pictures. You guys know the one, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, ups and downs, laughter, tears, and most importantly, how much we made fun of Russell Wilson together. (laughs) That dumb fuck. Uh, The harsh reality though is Javante. Your knee isn't made of cotton. Like Woody's. No, it's made up of muscles, fibers, bones, and some other crazy shit. But (laughs) that knee was unfortunately destroyed this past weekend, and your season is now over. Now, you may be wondering why I'm boxing you up and gifting you to Bonnie down the street. Well, (laughs) I need to make my way to the playoffs, and I don't need you anymore. I'll never forget you, my friend. I... Guess there's only one last thing to say.
0: So long, partner. (laughs) (laughs) You guys,
4: you guys think I, you guys (laughs) take it from here? I can't anymore. We can well, stop I, recording I, if you need to. Anyways. You suck. I, I can't believe I beat you still. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing now. This is all raw. But let's just Pathetic.
3: Pathetic. I know what I'm listen. doing,
4: actually. I know what I'm doing. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go. <going>. Beer <That's>, <laughs> number
3: three. Uh, I want you to feel better, Aaron. I really do. Um, but listen, Javante Williams, three and a half points. Mark Andrews, two and a half points. Someone had to make up for these awful. Awful performances for you, Aaron. Sure, <laughs> Russell Wilson had 31 points, but the true hero, Young Wei Ho, <laughs> number one kicker in all of fantasy. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I'll do anything to get that guy. Congratulations, Aaron. I am so happy for you and for Young Wei Ho. Let him kind of ease your pain when it comes to Javante Williams, man. He scored nine <laughs> more points. Come on. <laughs>
4: uh mike we'll sidebar after this when uh i'm sure there's something we could strike up to make a deal for <laughs> young Wayo. you know what i mean' you sly dog i
2: do i do he'll pay you for him he'll <laughs> give you money i'm pretty sure you don't even need to like do an actual trade you can just like, no no no
3: I'll, I'll totally blow him for that <laughs>
4: <laughs> he'll young way blow me
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that legal? <laughs> I mean <laughs> who's going to throw a flag? Uh, well, yeah. look guys, this this was a great win for uh, Jean-Claude Van Ram after that emotional um you know piece of business there. I I don't want to uh I, I certainly don't want to pry open these uh you know very tender wounds, but um yeah, you know, <laughs> great great win. Uh that you know, look, we talked about that trade a couple weeks ago. As we said, um It wasn't completely, you know, it wasn't a completely lopsided trade. Javante Williams was the better player in that trade. But I I was thinking at the time, like, you know, Aaron won this trade. The only way he could lose this trade is if Javante Williams has a catastrophic season ending, possibly current knee injury. And it happened, which is the craziest thing. Um, (laughs) And... I, I'm hearing amputation might be on the table. I don't know if I Oh, on, but, um, that No, shit. it's it's kudos, kudos to Jean-Claude Van Ram for despite especially when it happens early in the game like that. Happened <laughs> to me with Trey Lance. It sucks. Having that happen and you still get the victory. Kudos there. And Ike, another person who has scored more than me this season but has a one and three record. <laughs> I hate it for you. I do, but that's life. <laughs>
4: Well, uh, before we move on to the next segment, I'll just say, if anybody wants to keep Javante Williams as their keeper next year, you know where to reach me. All right, it is time for Rotting Carcass of the Week.
0: This was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. (laughs) <laughs> every uh, time chunk gets me. Every Was he talking
4: time. about Javante Williams yeah. injury right there? <laughs> <laughs> it was. He might have been talking about my my next uh, or my choice for rotting carcass of the week. I'll go first, gentlemen. It's DK Metcalf. Interesting. I know. I know. Uh, maybe i left field. Some may I say this guy got carted off the field this past week. I normally don't like to disparage injured players. But that's just it. There was no injury here. This motherfucker just had to take a shit so bad and he couldn't move his legs. He got had to get carted to the uh, lo- the locker room. I mean, dude, that's some king level shit right there. So respect. Respect. DK, that doesn't make you any less stinky. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay.
4: Uh, th- Aaron, was that it? That's good. you good. Yeah, sorry. Uh the past segment I usually go on for you know minutes and minutes and minutes. Uh, I'm just gonna try to keep this short and sweet, guys. Oh, no, just like you. my penis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um okay. My rotting carcass of the week.
2: It's none I think other we're than, getting some stats here, Aaron. Sorry, sorry, Mike. Uh, I have a you feeling might that there's about to be about to be <laughs> you a might. splooging Look, of stats. Oh it's, my it's, it's a
3: possibility. Um I'll let you know when I'm done splooging. Jonathan Taylor,
2: rotting carcass
3: (laughs) of the week, rotting carcass of the fucking year. Listen, JT has been—he was the consensus number one draft pick, right? He had a huge week one, but since then he hasn't scored a touchdown, nor has he rushed for more than seventy-one yards in the last three games. Ram at home needed eight point three four points to win this matchup, and he pulls (laughs) off a whopping two point eight points. Listen to this: last year. There was only one game in the entire year, his rookie season, that JT had less than 8.34 points, and it was against a stout Rams defense in Week 2. This is crazy, crazy, guys. Uh, Ram at home should have won with the production of Jonathan Taylor, but he didn't because he fucking sucks this year.
2: Jonathan Taylor, you have just been bitch-slapped by Statman Mike. (laughs) Stop-man-man. <laughs> suck on that one jt ouch. ouch well for me real quick i'm just gonna go marcus Mariota. he gave me a big four points in week uh four and just going over if you want to know why my scoring is so low here here's my quarterback score was week one trey lance and a blue or out of blizzard in a monsoon in Chicago, 10.96 points. Week two, he gets hurt first drive of the game, 2.5 points from my quarterback. Week three, Marcus Mariota, 18 points, solid. And then last week four points, four point eight points. I don't know how the hell I'm 4-0 with that kind of quarterback play. Uh uh it's disgusting. It's it's a gift from God, <laughs> but uh but but it is what it is, as they say. Marcus Mariota though four point eight six points and a home game inside against Cleveland without Miles Garrett who was out driving a hundred miles per hour flipping his car over the side of the road four point oh, eight six points Caleb Huntley handing off to these bums that absolute loser Tyler Algier disgusting. Oh, thank you thank you for you, nothing Marcus. You, you've been dropped you bite he your you bite
3: your you bite your tongue sir you know that was a call of the call of the <laughs> I, year by Statman Mike said
2: it. he's a loser. He's a loser, and he always will be. (laughs) Well, guys, uh, speaking of things I regret, let's jump into our question of the week. (laughs) We have a brand new one for you. It's time for the question of the week. Excuse
1: me. I'd like to ask you a few questions.
2: And (laughs) the question is, which move of yours, trade, draft pick, I guess drop could be – what is the one that you regret the absolute most? We're only, you know, coming on the fifth week of the season here, so we could still we have plenty of time to still fuck up. But for now, let's start with you, Aaron. what, what is the one that really sticks in your craw over there, buddy?
4: Hmm. <laughs> I'll let you guys take a guess. Uh I I won't uh <laughs> I'm oh. not gonna dance around the issue here. It's Javante. I was what? very excited. Very excited for that. I thought I'd I did a good job on that trade. Um, I don't know. I didn't even need to make the trade. I was just, was. Yeah. I had, I had a lot of, uh, I thought Javante had the opportunity to be something extremely special. I still do think he can, but obviously he's got a long way to come back from this crazy injury. Um, but I just get all excited when uh, there's a trade proposal. I just love it. I just Feed off of it, you know. I'm like JoJo, the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pet, you know. <laughs> and then I took my naughty little pet Javante, and I went and I killed it. Oh! <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been tough over here. I honestly like it's very raw. I I I don't know what I'm gonna do to pivot. I'm gonna be making some moves. Some of you have probably gotten some drunken trade offers uh, over the past, you know, week and. <laughs> Guess what? They're only going to keep coming. <laughs> yeah, that's mine, guys. What about
3: you? Uh, you know, listen, Aaron, I there's a part of me that really wants to be kind of sincere with you right now. And if anyone, and, and I, I am being genuine, if anyone can overcome something like this, it's going to be you. <laughs> and I, I truly mean that. I mean, you are the pivot <laughs> master. Um, don't let this get you, you know, it's got you down, but don't let it get you out, man. You, you can... Uh, no, you're fucked. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> um, all right. So my biggest draft, motivational Mike over here. <laughs> it was it was going that direction, and I just couldn't keep <laughs> lying. Uh, my biggest draft regret is going to be Juju Smith Schuster in the fifth round. <laughs> Who? Um, Juju Smith Schuster. He went to Long Beach Poly. Oh, um, you, I don't know you. if you knew that. What college? Uh, he went to. Oh, you know where he went? University of Southern California. <laughs> he <laughs> went to USC. And I regret drafting him. Let me tell you why. I think we all assumed that the departure of Tyreek Hill meant someone was going to step in that role and maybe give you 70, 80% of what Tyreek Hill was. Um, Well, that didn't happen. In 2021, mind you, Kelsey and Hill made up 48% of the Chiefs receiving yards and 24% of their total touchdowns. Kelsey is continuing (laughs) his dominance, but the Chiefs have decided that in order to replace Hill... They would use a rotation of very skilled receivers in MVS, Juju, Sky Moore, and Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, um, rather than focus on just one or the other. And That's my issue with Juju. I thought he was going to be the guy, but he's just one of the guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Uh, for me, this one, I feel like I've already talked about him a couple times, so... Uh, I won't take too long here, but uh Kyle Pitts, my franchise keeper, holy shit. Um <laughs> and I'm on the Pitts train in a few leagues, definitely. Uh so I'm I'm feeling it from all sides here. But you know, it's this you're it two points week one, two points week two, eleven week three, three yes or three on Sunday. Um it's just this horrible vortex where you can't you can't drop him, obviously. No. You, you can't even sit him because then you have two tight ends and he could blow up at any week. Um, it's hard to trade him because I value him higher than he's currently playing at. So it's like you just have to keep rolling him out there like a fucking idiot Looking stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm putting on my clown makeup as I speak, sitting here, getting ready to put him out there again against Tampa Bay, against you, Mike. Uh, it's just a disgusting situation to be in. I was watching this game Sunday. I had the Cowboys on the TV, the Falcons game on the laptop. I'm, I'm, I just want to see how they're using him. And for crying out loud, they're in the red zone. They take him out of the game for someone named Parker Hesse who i've never heard of this guy he's he's he should be on the Rams. he's a white tight end stafford would love him i don't know why he's on the field here uh, it's just a horrible situation and he's my franchise keeper and uh and it really hurts badly um so that's my pick and he he kind of did this last year and then he he kind of blew up after week five or six so we'll see what happens but i saw he missed practice today so that's gonna that's going to be something fun to monitor for the rest of the week guys (laughs) um with that said we don't have too much to cover but let's jump into our league news well boys no trades again which is which is fine we can't have trades every week and uh it was a Somewhat active waiver wire week. We'll just kind of go over some of the moves and then just kind of quickly go around, see if you guys have any thoughts on anything. The big one, the big one, Harvey (laughs) poured bangers. He goes after (laughs) an Aaron. I I thought you'd make a move here to, uh, you've always said Mike Boone's one of your favorite players, and (laughs) you know, getting. Getting the getting the big replacement for Javante Williams, but uh, getting Mike Boone twelve bucks. I actually bid eleven, so he just he just edged me out for that one. But uh, twelve <laughs> bucks for Mike Boone. I put up seven bucks for Geno Smith. Uh, Kelsey Handler gets Isaiah Pacheco for five. I got Latavius Murray for five. Patriot Games gets Denver for f- uh, four dollars, and then a few other uh, kind of a few other odds and ends pickups here um start with you mike i don't know did anything kind of stand out to you with these with these pickups or kind of any injury replacements that you saw i don't have too much to say not, about i i, I honestly it, up, so.
3: it was it was kind of a light week i i don't have a whole lot when it comes to the waiver wire unfortunately um you kind of covered it all but we got to start getting some trades going in this league so we got a little more to talk about in my opinion
4: i'm trying i am trying. <laughs> Uh no, I it wasn't that crazy as well. Honestly, I <laughs> am still in shock about Javante, and so when it came time to put in, you know, my waiver claims, I didn't really. I mean, it's we're talking about Mike fucking Boone here. You know what I mean? Like, and even then, like Javante was maybe splitting carries with Melvin Gordon. You know, like. I don't. I just don't know what's going to shake out over there. So I didn't feel like wasting any waiver money right there. And you know, best of luck, Porad Bongers. <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> is, is it safe to
3: say, Aaron, that maybe the biggest injury this week wasn't even Javante Williams, but it was your heart because mm. of the Javante Williams news? <laughs> so long,
4: partner.
2: Well, uh, yeah, the, the only, the only thing I'd say about Mike Boone, Aaron is, is, um, I bid $11, you know, obviously I, I thought he would have been a decent pickup. I don't think it's a bad pickup for Harvey, but keep in mind, you know, he's going to be a backup. Um, I don't know if you've looked at his roster lately. He's got a little running back named AJ Dillon, from the Green Bay Packers that's actually starting for him. So oh, Mike shit. Boone is just insurance. Oh, Harvey's son, all of, son of a He's bitch. <laughs> <job>. <laughs> he also has an eighth round pick. Nothing else too big on the waiver wire. The injuries we covered Javante, a little bit of a scary scene there with Tua last week. Um, Obviously a concussion, right? I don't know what the deal is with all this uh, you know, all this back injury stuff. I've seen I've seen Aaron stumble out of a out of a couple tiki bars <laughs> you know, looking like that. So it's either that you've had too much to drink or it's a head injury, and I don't think that they're putting any rum in those uh, Gatorade bottles. So uh,
4: <laughs> I don't know. Do we have an appearance from uh Dr. Mike this week or no?
3: Oh, you you don't have much of an appearance, <laughs> but I, I there is something I would kinda of want to bring up and I, I feel like all of us can agree and just to have a bit of a serious note here. Uh, as much as we love fantasy football, um, I think we can all agree that we put people before profits and not the other way around. I think with a Tua situation, uh, their motives are a little bit questionable, um, and they fucked up, and we need to hold some people accountable and move on. I didn't mean to get too serious, it's just he never, ever should have been back on that field. <laughs> uh, what I read that first, the concussion that he had, and I think it was week week two or three, it was eight minutes of real time before he was back on that field. It's it's kind of ridiculous, and I'm with the NFL PA on this. Sorry to get serious.
4: I'm just going to say that the thoughts expressed by – Michael Rosenberg over here. Um, does not reflect the inside the nine zero zero four one division's <laughs> thoughts on this. Uh, we're all about profit, baby. Let's go, wheel them all out. <laughs> oh, one one fucking leg, Javante. You better be out uh, there next week, baby. I need you. I need you. Sorry, nope. I, I don't mean to get serious either, but you know, here we are.
2: Well, I, I try not to get too political, but if the uh, if the doctor who cleared to uh, – if he wants to sponsor next week's podcast. Sorry, Mike, <laughs> but I'm on board. Um, but uh, we won't need that this week because speaking of the waiver wire, we have a sponsor and he loves to wave, but only with one hand. Uh, oh, <laughs> this yes. is a very – this is a very special sponsor, Dan the One Hand Handyman. I'd like to thank him so much for uh, sponsoring this week's episode. We uh, we kind of teased it a little bit there at the beginning, but guys, Dan's got a special message for all of our listeners on inside the 90041 division, and here he is. Hi,
1: I'm Dan. And I'm a handyman. But I'm not just any old handyman. I'm the one-handed handyman. Now, you might find yourself asking, what good is a one-handed handyman? Well, I'll tell you. I do it all, from flooring to roofing and everything in between. If you need anything, and I mean anything, I'm the man for the job. They don't call me Dan the handyman. For no reason, if you catch my drift. I ain't afraid of rolling up my sleeves and getting a little dirty from time to time. I've even been told I'm the jack jack of all trades. I'm very happy to be this week's sponsor of the 90041 Division Podcast. So remember, whenever you're itching for fixing, or quicking, just pick up the phone and call Dan the One-Handed Handyman at 1-800-1HAND-AND. Or visit our website at www.twohandsoroverrated.com
4: <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear that, but that was me clapping with one hand for my guy, <laughs> Dan, the one-man handyman. Dude, thank you so much for these brand-new mics, all this equipment. You can't see it, but I've got a bunch of fancy new lights in my studio down here, so thank you, Dan.
2: No, yeah, great. that, that you know, was we, really good. We thank him so much, you know, for all the equipment. Obviously, he actually came over and personally set everything up for me. He ran <laughs> the wire and everything. Um, he started it back in 2020, and he just finished last week. Uh, that's the thing with that's the thing with Dan the One and Andy Man is you're going to get quality work. Um, if, if you have a strict timeline, he may not be your guy. But if if you've got a little bit of time to spare, he's the guy you want, Mike
3: yeah yeah i got it i gotta start using it for my i t work I'm just trying to figure out what it what is a quicken what is a quicken? I don't know <laughs> hopefully I find out.
2: oh uh, you'll find out Just, uh, <laughs> just give him a call well thank you once again dan we we greatly appreciate it guys with that said uh let's take a look ahead to our week five preview Stop!
0: Well, boys, week
2: five is coming up. Um, Thanks again, Mike, for that idea for that clip, by the way. Great idea, Mike. Well done. done. You You guys know that's what I'm about. Good ideas. (laughs) Since yesterday. That's what he's about. (laughs) Um, Jump into week five. Mike, we got to start the elephant in the room, as it were. Uh, Pitts Creek, the undefeated Pitts Creek, taking on two and two, Noah's daddy, uh let's jump right into it. You're doing some chicanery with your lineup there, but I'm okay. Um let's start with Aaron cuz I know Mike thinks he's going to win and he's going to win big. So we can Ooh, get to you, but but that's Aaron, what you take think. a look at the lineup. Take take a look at the lineup. You mm-hmm. got us you got us built on the horn here, so no pressure, but uh, how do you see how do you see this one going?
4: Yeah, definitely. I definitely has a lot of thoughts about this. just kidding guys after all my research on the week four recaps this segment i'm sure you can tell i don't really pour too much input into but i'll do my best i'm pretty sure that mike right now he has no kicker in his kicker slot i'm 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 thinking he's gonna try to trade for some young way ho if uh if i if i were him if i'm a betting man he's probably gonna go for that well uh no in all honesty um Huh. I'm gonna go with <laughs> who gives a fuck what I go with. I'm gonna go with Noah's Daddy on this one just because yes. he's got Lamar because he's got Lamar yes. Jackson and Matt's got fucking Geno Smith over here. Now no no discredit to Geno Smith. he actually won me my week in my work league, but I mean it's just laughable to see those two guys compared to each other. So I'm gonna go with Noah's Daddy on this one, guys. It's done.
3: Listen, I I think that's a really good take, man. Um, And I I know I talked about my tagline anytime I had a a matchup. But, you know, I'm going to take a different approach this week with my matchup. Um, And if I have learned anything, it is never doubt Matt's wisdom. I am starting Damian Williams, who is on IR. This matchup is fucking over. Matt gets his first loss because I'm following his advice. I'm starting somebody who is not going to play
2: <laughs> and I'm going to crush him. Sorry, Matt. Well, you saw firsthand how much that works last week. So you.
3: And the fucking week right before,
2: now. man. And the week before. You saw it up close last week. Um, I did. Look, I. Uh, like I said, you know, I'm dealing with a few injuries. Quarterback's out. My. my Second round pick is out. My franchise keeper might be out. A lot of stuff going on. Amon Ross St. Brown might be out again. But the thing we need to take into account is that I think my team is kind of like the Monstars in Space Jam, where when you go up against me, we just kind of suck all the power, all the energy. We suck a lot of things, but we definitely suck all the power and the energy out of your lineup. Unfortunately, the same thing happens... To my players too, but they just seem to find enough to get the win. Um, unfortunately, Mike, there's not going to be any bottles of secret stuff laying around this time. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm going to take the victory here. It's not going to be pretty, uh, and it's not going to be a big win. It may come down to just a couple points, but uh, I think I'm going to five and zero, buddy. I hate to say it. Don't don't.
3: Yeah, no. Hey, good luck to you as well.
4: Thanks. Love it.
2: <laughs> Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Come here. Come for- <laughs> if,
4: if I may, just one final note on this. Um, Matt, you said it's not going to be pretty. That's funny because <laughs> I hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah, you I, I, you know, I, I raise my hand in the boardroom meeting. Guys, I'll run with this one. And just under people's breaths. Oh, God, it's not going to be. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but hey that won't stop me i'm gonna keep at it all right i'm talking to you cheryl from hr you shut <laughs> your mouth all right
2: got yeah cheryl cheryl <laughs> you little bitch well <laughs> next next matchup, um the opposite of cheryl we got two these guys aren't bitches we got two two great looking guys two handsome guys um beautiful heads of hair beautiful skin um which is the most important thing, but they also have pretty good fantasy football teams too. We got Truffle Shuffle versus the Golf Father, Joe versus Tony, Truffle Shuffle three and one, Tony two and two. Yahoo has Tony projected to win by two. You know, um, I, I kind of, I kind of like that call. Just, just kind of perusing the lineups, assuming that things don't change here. You always got to watch out for Noah Brown and Gerald Everett, and it's not even a joke anymore. They're like actually playing really well. Although Noah Brown's hurt, I don't know if he's going to play, but Gerald Everett might be the freaking you know waiver wire pickup of the season so far for Joe and Gramps. Yeah, uh, but but I I think Tony gets. Wait, a slight you answer. know I got Young Way Ho
4: off the waiver wire, right? Oh, oh shit! Come on, Dan. Oh all right. my gosh. We're all about facts here, Matt. So if you can't keep this shit straight, then what are we even doing? You know what I mean? Well.
2: You know, Mike agreed with me. He's he's the one who should be knowing about this, being the uh, you know, vice president of the Young wayho fan club and also wait, the stat man. And he agreed wait, with uh, me.
4: Wait, wait, are we dropping major news? Mike agreed with us. This that's all this guy does in our group chat. Oh I oh that is so good. Man, that is such so, that's such a good idea. Oh wow, that's so man, you're you're so funny, Aaron. Oh, you smell so good. Oh, <laughs> You really do need to get your acne under control. I mean, <laughs> classic oh, Mike. God, Anyways, go it. on, G- Gerald Everett. I agree; he has been phenomenal for for Joe. Where, very well done, Edward. I believe the inventor was behind that one.
2: I think so too, but it's not going to be enough. I think Tony wins. Do you agree with me, Mike?
3: Or do you Um, know? yeah, I'm still trying to uh, get over getting shit for trying to bring you guys up in life, but. Um <laughs> <laughs> Look, this one's you, you easy. Bring, me, bring you bring me up, up all the time.
4: Hey, This what the <laughs> fuck was that? This you one's know, it's, super. It's, it's tough. It's tough. We are doing an, an audio format here, but you can't tell. But I was doing finger guns. Finger guns. Like this. Okay, got it. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> Now it now it all oh. makes sense, and we're all laughing at home. <laughs>
3: oh. Um, and just so you know, at, at where I'm at, I'm dodging them like I'm I'm fucking in the matrix. Just so you know, <laughs> in Nothing. the closet that
4: you're that Nothing. you're curled up in. We all know how long I've been in the closet, Aaron. That's no surprise. Hey, hey, oh. bah, uh back How do to you think match-up. he gets that sound quality?
3: <laughs> back <laughs> to this matchup. Uh, this one's easy. Shuffle shuffle gets it you know why I question Godfather's judgment am I the only one that noticed that he has Robert Woods on the bench I mean who the fuck benches a USC wide receiver <laughs> crazy have you heard of him Truffle Shuffle gets this bad judgment on Godfather's part
4: <laughs> you're wild for that Tony you didn't, you never bench a USC wide receiver we all ever. know it <laughs> ever honestly i really can't pick i am excited for this matchup we got what is it second and fourth place uh managers going up against each other uh it should be i can't do math either i think it is going to be a slugfest uh uh, in all seriousness concussions are bad and we oh wait no no we're (laughs) past that hold on i'm sorry let me scroll down on our script oh yes that's right um I do think this is a 50-50 matchup. So I'm going to flip a coin. Okay. That was a beer bottle, but um, a <laughs> uh, beer bottle cap. I'm going to go with Joe on this one because his name is from the Goonies and that's my favorite movie. So what about, what about you, Matt?
2: Did you already pick? I can't remember. I already picked, I'm I picked. going to stick with my pick that I made five minutes ago. I think Tony's going to win. <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything in the last five minutes. that's going to change my opinion on that. Um, <laughs> But I think it'll be a close one. Let's get to your matchup, Aaron. Let's, let's get to your matchup. Mm. Uh, once again, you know, it's, <laughs> it's crazy how these things work. Like I said, it's kind of like the NFL, planning Russell Wilson going back to Seattle, Tom Brady going back to New England, Allen Robinson gets traded, and Zane and Ozzie play each other the next week. Well, here we go. Here we go <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Ram taking on Howard Pered bangers. Just just a mere two weeks after that blockbuster trade. Uh, and of course Howard Predbangers is coming into this fully loaded <laughs> with a great running back, AJ Dillon, a big hulking, beastly man, um, <laughs> huge, huge goal line threat, you know, always in the red zone, always getting the ball in the red zone. Hasn't, hasn't cashed in yet. Um but but he will. And then Jean-Claude Van Ram is missing somebody. We've covered that. Let's let's not let's not you know rehash old stories here. That's not what I'm about. But uh, but with all that said, with all that said, looking at the lineups, looking at the matchups, and this is under the assumption, Mike, just so you know, this is under the assumption that he's going to have young Leo on his roster <laughs> on Sunday. If he's traded or anything, the, the whole prediction changes, and I reserve the complete right to completely change this. But for now, looking at the matchups, I, I'm giving Jean-Claude Van Ram the edge here, Um Jamal Williams has been awesome. You know, great for Danny, but going into New England, they're not the same as they've been in the past, but it's just never a good matchup. Hawkinson, he's there too. Same thing. It's just, it's never fun going to New England. So looking at some of the matchups, um, you know, I, th- I think it'll be close, um, but I'll, I'm giving Jean Claude the edge here in this one. What do you think, Mike?
3: Yeah, I, I don't blame you for that. Look, Hawkinson and Jamal Williams, both super cute. We'll see what happens. Uh, But I do think Yahoo has this matchup correct. Jean-Claude Van Ram should pull out a double-digit win. But, Aaron, be very careful. Be very careful (laughs) what you ask for. Because Harvey Partridge in a pear tree could throw... could throw Cordell Patterson He <laughs> could throw Cordell Patterson and Calvin Ridley in his lineup and steal that victory from you because that's a, that's a double down on playing people that cannot play so be really careful five
4: golden rings <laughs> Dude, that's so funny I was literally just going to start singing some stupid shit from that song <laughs> well Bangers, Pared, Harvey. I have something to tell you. Uh, I'd actually, it, it is funny looking at my matchup with him right now because uh, full transparency, this is kind of part. <laughs> I shouldn't tell you what I'm doing. This is part of like my trade trade techniques. I was offering a couple of my players in my starting rotation that I won't be really playing, so I'll probably play Trevor Lawrence over Russell Wilson and. You know the fact that he has Christian Kirk. You know if Christian Kirk goes off, then that means Trevor Lawrence goes off. You know, so that's kind of a, a little. And I do like his matchup against Houston a lot better than uh, well, not a lot better, but uh, Russell Wilson's a little bitch. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I I do like my chances here. It I've said it before in this podcast. It's very raw. I really do need a minute to wrap my head around my roster. I don't know what I'm going to do my flex. That's the biggest thing. I can't believe I'm saying that shit with Cam Akers on my bench. He has mm-hmm. been so unbelievably disappointing. And that, I mean, as a Rams fan, our O-line is unbelievably bad. What ha- what San Francisco did to us was erotic, but in all <laughs> of the wrong ways. And so, you know, I, I am holding out hope that I do take home a victory here. But you know, Pared Harvey Bongers is really <laughs> crushing it lately. And so <laughs> I, I think this one's gonna be closer than what these stupid projections say. That's what I that's all I have to say.
2: Well, it sounds to me like if you're out there in the league with a trade offer from uh, from Aaron right now, if you got Russell (laughs) Wilson sitting in the offer, don't worry, he's not starting this week. He has no confidence in him. Um, I mean, mean, this is
4: this is like I have to. I should be honest, right? I mean, that's kind of real talk. Real talk. Yeah, that's real talk. Like that's a that's a trade technique. You know what I mean? If 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 I was offered somebody and their player was on their bench then that does not look as appealing to me as if that is their wide receiver too, or Hey, True. maybe that is their starting quarterback, you know? So all those True. little things now people aren't dumb. I'm offering Russell Wilson and everybody has seen how shitty he's fucking playing. But if there's a little technique I could, I could do, you know,
2: well, guys,
4: it was fun trading. I guess I'm never going to make a trade again.
2: <laughs> I personally love all your techniques. Uh, oh, yes. Football related. But uh, anyway,
4: yoga uh, has been good to me.
2: Speaking of techniques, <laughs> going on to the next matchup Kelsey Handler versus multiple scoregasms, which is kind of ironic because Kelsey Handler had multiple, multiple scoregasms last week against The Godfather one of the biggest scores in league history, bukkaked all over the entire league. <laughs> huge, huge win for Kelsey Handler. But obviously, you know, the question here is, can he get it up again? I mean, can <laughs> Can he go a second time? Um, and frankly, um, based off what I've heard, and I, I've i only met him once, but I, I think he can. I, I think he can get it up again. I don't know if he can pull an all-nighter, but I think he's got <laughs> enough in the tank. I think he's got enough in the tank for a big leaf week five victory.
4: Dude, again. that's so funny. It's so funny that you're doing this spiel. I swear. Did you open up your wife's diary and just read a page?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's locked and I can't find the damn key. That, that, was, that was actually my own diary.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, a, it was a little thought that popped up and I just had to, I had to say it.
2: <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, am so, so I'm giving Kelsey handler the victory. Mike, what do you think? Um, <laughs> Interesting that you're doing that.
3: I, this is my upset of the week. <laughs> <laughs> upset Da-da-da. of the week alert. That Tom Brady, Mike Evans stack against the Atlanta defense. Kamara should have a bounce back week against Seattle. Typically. I like Kelsey handler's team overall, but multiple scoregasms has incredible matchups through and through. Um, Yahoo has it as like a three or four point difference. I believe multiple scoregasms pulls out the win. And hopefully that's not the only thing he pulls out. If you know what I mean. Hey, I don't know
2: what you mean. I do know what you mean. Uh, next matchup, Eddie Royale with cheese taken on Ram at home. Chris versus Danny. Um, of course, Chris, uh, who I had a legendary matchup with last week, uh, one of the most dramatic, uh, you know, one of the most dramatic games probably in league history, sixty-six to sixty-one, super close, you know, super dramatic. <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough sledding for him though. Um, Jonathan Taylor is going to be out, and looking at the bench right now, he obviously has time to make some moves, but eesh, it's looking like look, he might have to pick up Adrian Peterson or something because it's not there's there's not a lot out there. Oh shit. Um, I, I'm I'm given, you know, I think that the welfare check's going to cash. I'm giving Danny the victory. Eddie Royale with cheese gets the win.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I agree, but it's going to be really, really close. Like, Jonathan Taylor being out typically would be a big loss, but the guy hasn't done shit since week one anyways. Um, but nonetheless, it's going to be a close matchup. I, I do think that Eddie Royale with cheese has a little more a little bigger floor, a little higher floor. Um, and I, I just don't think Ram it home is, is going to ram
4: it home. So yeah. Eddie Rob with cheese. Um, I'm going to guys, I'm going to have to go with Eddie. Raul with cheese. I think compost's team is pretty riddled with injury. I haven't seen, you know, Somebody this injured since Compost got up on a uh, step stool and tried God. to try to change a light bulb, you know? <laughs> ended up breaking his. Uh, he pulled a Javante on us, you know what I mean? But uh, no, I honestly I do think. I mean, you got Gabriel Davis, Dalvin Cook. We already mentioned Jonathan Taylor. There are quite a few people. I mean, you got Jalen Waddle. Two was not going to be throwing it to him. Not that that means an incredible much but i i I think that there are some unknowns with compost's team and eddie royal with cheese is sick and tired of making those damn calendars so this is him putting his foot down putting his one hand down and saying i'm gonna ram this up your ass compost
3: oh sounds delicious
4: (laughs)
2: isn't the object to do something he's not gonna like (laughs) <laughs> oh shame. Well, moving on to our next matchup our last matchup in the preview socratic seminar versus patriot games two teams that are one and three looking for a big win um i know that for the you know for the people of his neighborhood who have to stare out the window and you know watch him walk <laughs> up and down naked every day uh they're 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 just begging for Ozzy to get a win. He needs one. He's his team's been playing great, just on the just kind of getting the short end of the matchup stick. I think Socratic Seminar takes this one. I just love these matchups. The uh the Hertz Brown stack in Arizona. Gonna be a high scoring game. Um so yeah, I, I I like his matchups. I think he's gonna pull this one out. What do you think, Mike? Um
3: yeah, I would normally agree with you. But it turns out You never agree with me. It feels that way, doesn't it? Um, but listen, I, I feel like this is a second up, uh, another upset of the week. And let me tell you why. Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill is going to be shadowed by the Sauce Gardner. He will be shut down. Mark my words. <laughs> he will be shut down. Um, and I think that alone will take Patriot Games over the top by 1.8 points total. And that's my bold take. Tyree kills lack of production because of sauce. Gardner is going to skew this game in the direction of Patriot games. Boom.
4: Um, Hey mom, mom, Mike won't come out of the closet. (laughs) He's recording his podcast from the closet. He just thinks it's so cozy in there. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry. You know, she was asking, so I had to tell her. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) I'm going to go with Ozzy on this one. I think he's got some smash home run plays. So Oz, get some pants on, my friend, because you're going to be running and celebrating this week. Let's do it. And uh, Oh, by the way, Ike, we we had a gentleman's bet here, a a wonderful bet on our last week. I believe you owe me a six-pack of beer, my friend. I'm sweating my balls off down here in the shed and a nice toasty little frosty beer would be wonderful right now. So I can't wait for those. Let me know if you uh, need my address, my friend. And, you know, let's look it up.
3: Well, if you listen, if you listen to your wife and shave those balls, you wouldn't be sweating so much.
4: <laughs> Alicia Misano is a saint. You watch your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I'm going to take her out for a nice lobster dinner and
3: never call her again. <laughs> I would totally call her
2: and bring you. Well, to you dinner. know, it's funny, Mike. Um, it's funny, Mike, because you mentioned Sauce Gardner. Um and just just real quick before we end the show here, that was actually one of Aaron's nicknames back in high school, Sauce Mizano. And that's kind of why he doesn't <laughs> shave the balls. It uh it tends to get a little soggy down there and a little <laughs> bit uh just yeah, just just a little bit wet down there. And and so when they oh. when they kind of shoved the football of his ass last week, last week <laughs> back in high school, as we talked about last week. That's how he got the nickname Sauce. They were kind of like, "What the hell is this Ooh. down there? Oh, it's just a preparation. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it."
4: Sauce, baby, sauce,
2: anyway. so good. Anyway, sorry, sorry to keep bringing these stories up, Aaron. I know that you're telling me in confidence, but you know the the people in the league like to hear them, so throw them out there. This every is now a
4: and then. Sa- this is a safe space, unlike the <laughs> N- uh, space. Uh, unlike the NFL, who are trotting <laughs> their players out there um, for profit. And I really just want to take this moment to. Say how much we are against that, and you guys need to start doubling down on those profits. Come on, Javante! One-legged Javante!
2: Just push him across the goal line. How, how difficult could that be? I, I see it happen yeah. at least once a game. You know, the offensive lineman just come push the guy over.
3: I mean, yeah. Melvin Gordon can't keep the ball
4: without fumbling, so you might as well put Javante out there. Just, just strap Javante to Melvin Gordon's back. And he'll hold the ball while Melvin Gordon runs. I mean that. I think that's gotta. That's gotta do it, right? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs>
3: Ozzy, and I tried that one time, and it was kind of nice. Who was yeah. carrying Hooms? I think you. I think you know who was carrying you. I think I know.
2: Uh, <laughs> know. Ozzy was carrying you, obviously. Um Well, guys, what a week! What an episode! This this. This Mm. was a fun one. Um, Oh, yeah. I don't remember any of the predictions that we just made, but uh, we'll revisit them next week and see how they all came to be. Have a great weekend, folks. Have a great rest of the week. I'm going to raise my almost empty glass and say dilly dilly to you all. Dilly dilly. Party on. Don't say that, Aaron.